Welcome back to The Daily Poem here at the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kern. Today's poem is by Howard Nemerov, an American poet who lived from 1920 to 1991. He was twice the Poet Laureate Consultant in Poetry to the Library of Congress. He won the National Book Award, the Pulitzer Prize, and the Bollingen Prize for his The Collected Poems of Howard Nemerov in 1977. The poem that I'm going to read today is called Summer's Elegy. It goes like this. Day after day, day after still day, the summer has begun to pass away. Starlings at twilight fly clustered and call, and branches bend, and leaves begin to fall. The meadow and the orchard grass are mown, and the meadowlark's house is cut down. The little lantern bugs have doused their fires. The swallows sit in rows along the wires. Berry and grape appear among the flowers, tangled against the wall in secret bowers. And cricket now begins to hum the hours remaining to the passion's slow procession down from the high place in the golden session wherein the sun was sacrificed for us. A failing light, no longer numinous, now frames the long and solemn afternoons where butterflies regret their closed cocoons. We reach the place unripe and made to know as with a sudden knowledge that we go away forever, all hope of return cut off, hearing the crackle of the burning blade behind us and the terminal sound of apples dropping on the dry ground. This poem came from his collection, The Collected Poems, which came out from the University of Chicago in uh, 1981. One of the things that I like about this poem is the the way that he employs this very simple rhyme scheme where it's just a series of couplets, right? So day rhymes with away, call with fall. Uh, you've got things like afternoons and cocoons, know and go, sound and ground. You know, this is, it's a series of couplets. And as you go, it's easy to fall into this sort of uh, sing-songy uh, way of reading a poem like this. But as you go, there's a certain energy that happens because because he takes that rhyme scheme and then he uses so much enjambment um, where you know you might have seven lines that make up one sentence and so as you're reading that that enjambment is pushing the energy of the poem forward so it starts out kind of sleepy right day after still day uh, you know it's got this like sort of sleepy summer vibe to it and then in the middle of the poem it gets this energy where the lines are pushed together through the enjambment. There's, I think, uh, seven lines maybe that make up one, one sentence. And then at the end, kind of slows back down again, just a little bit. But not so much that it makes you fall asleep again. I find that very interesting for talking about a poem that's kind of about the idea of summer passing away. An elegy is a poem of reflection that is typically a, a lament for the dead. That would be the, the dictionary definition for it. And in Greek and Roman poetry, they were written in couplets, uh, notably by Catullus. Um, so elegiac, elegiac, you know, depending on where you are in the country, it turns out, I did not know this, but it turns out people say that word differently based on where you are in America, which I guess makes sense, but I'd never heard it any other ways. So it's, it's a poem that's about, it's a lament for the dead. So it's a lament for the, for the, the death of summer. But I'm fascinated by this final line, the terminal sound of apples dropping on the dry ground. 
that calls to mind after apple picking the, the Robert Frost poem. I've read that last fall and I'll probably read it again this fall because it's so good. Um, but there's, you know, the, for, for me, the idea of apples dropping to the ground is, is a fascinating one because apples on the trees and stuff speak of harvest, which, which in a sense speaks of life, even as it speaks of the end of summer, even as it speaks to the end of this life giving period. But then of course, when they're on the ground, they're not really something you're harvesting anymore. They, they begin to rot then. So there's this finite period of time where you can go harvest them and they can be sort of sustaining and they can offer sustenance. So there's, there's a finitude, there's a finiteness to, to summer, right? Like it offers so much life, but it doesn't offer it forever. And, and that's a little bit bittersweet, I guess. There's that line, a failing light, no longer numinous. So this failing light, which is no longer full of spiritual quality. If you look that up in the dictionary, it says perhaps indicating or suggesting the presence of a divinity. This is right after we get this line about um, the sun being sacrificed. And so then the failing light no longer numinous. So the failing light no longer has this sort of life-giving power. The, the, the light itself doesn't offer life anymore. And it becomes solemn. He starts using words like regret, sudden knowledge, going away forever, crackle of the burning blade, the terminal sound. I mean, these are very sort of serious words. But all these serious words, these serious ideas are held together by the couplets and by the, the enjambment, which pushes the poem forward. So it's contemplative, and at times it asks you to slow down, but it also has an energy that pushes you forward, much like the seasons push you forward, right? So it go, you, you, they just continue on. You know, they continue on without our, you know, even when we don't get a chance to stop and think, you know, to stop and reflect on what's happening in a season, what a season means, um, what the metaphor of season is, uh, it's going to continue forward whether we want to or not, whether we, whether we are ready for it or not, I guess is what I mean. So, one more time, here is Summer's Elegy by Howard Nemiroff. Day after day, day after still day, the summer has begun to pass away. Starlings at twilight fly clustered and call, and branches bend and leaves begin to fall. The meadow and the orchard grass are mown, and the meadowlark's house is cut down. The little lantern bugs have doused their fires, the swallows sit in rows along the wires. Berry and grape appear among the flowers, tangled against the wall in secret bowers, and cricket now begins to hum the hours remaining to the passion's slow procession down from the high place and the golden session wherein the sun was sacrificed for us. A failing light, no longer numinous, now frames the long and solemn afternoons where butterflies regret their closed cocoons. We reach the place unripe and made to know us with a sudden knowledge that we go away forever all hope of return cut off, hearing the crackle of the burning blade behind us and the terminal sound of apples dropping on the dry ground. This has been The Daily Poem. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you. 